to that i just don't know all of them i only know the one i only and know the squeaky the one. bit <laughs> and the squeaky bit now yes yes we love the it's like you know bit. when people play the spoons <laughs> no actually jake i don't know um have you ever played the spoons i've tried oh really i end up just whacking myself on the knuckles but you get the it's a very short walk to your kitchen i could get spoons and try oh is that like where you put it into you, you, you slap it on your knee and you're like yeah, 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 I know what you mean. I but you have to imagine you yourself mean. in black and white or sepia tone, slapping yep. away on your knee. Yeah, but it's like, like you can play music with a saw. But like the clacking. <laughs> right, I'm trying to, I'm sorry, I am trying to do something. Um, record a podcast? Oh, well, yeah, I record the <laughs> podcast, but I'm also trying to stop my screen from turning off. Like... Oh, uh, you want to leave your screen on so all the polar bears die. <laughs> oh my god, why are you such... Why are you Greta Thunberg? Like... What? what? No, I'm not. <laughs> Brain Stop. put in park. <laughs> Step out the car. Don't say anything bad about Greta Thunberg. It's just the only thing that's keeping us on this planet. Hmm. Oh, you're not a fan? Well, yeah. Well, yes. Shut the fuck up then. <laughs> Shut the fuck up then. Anyway, brief interlude over. Welcome to episode 11 of Insert Plot Here. Uh, You're getting too good at that. Well, because I keep remembering it. Because <laughs> you remember why we're here. Yeah, it's not just... It's not just. Um, well, I mean, you know, it's been a shit. while since the last episode because it was your turn to be hungover. It was my turn to be hungover on a Wednesday last time. I was like, oh, can you come over on Wednesday? So what we did, actually, is we developed yet another um, additional <laughs> a create, income stream. A creative channel that has yielded no outcome. <laughs> Literally. If you... Monetarily you know, speaking. As you, you know, Jake and I have been in this position in for most of our lives now actually for more than half of our lives where we've literally just developed ways after ways after ways of making additional money and not a single one of them has ended in us making additional money it's about the journey it's, it's not about the destination it's about the journey and it's about having fun which is something that we tell me that to my empty pockets uh, your empty pockets <laughs> who's the one playing for your empty pockets my pockets are even emptier mate no no I... if i put my hand in my pocket and I reach far down, what actually happens is you feel a tug because it's the bottom of your pocket. <laughs> yes, that's, yeah, do you know what? That's exactly it. That is exactly it. Matt, can I have some more resin to make some more things? Yes, it'll be there tomorrow. Great. When are you going to sell them? Oh, I don't know. It's so effectively, effectively, I'm just funding your Lisa's, hobbies. Lisa's testing them as we speak. Okay, that's what, so she's, 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 she's <laughs> abusing them to she's see abusing whether the resin them. holds up. Brief interlude aside, a second brief interlude, um, we have discovered our love of streaming because... Because <laughs> I can stream now! <laughs> now Jake's not a teacher anymore, he can stream, I he can, can stream. be on the internet. He can be on the internet as... I can say fucking bugger! <laughs> don't say that children listen to this, no they don't. No they don't. <laughs> no one listens No to one listens this. to this podcast, that's true, that's true. So yes, so now we have an additional, um, an additional out, like, additional thing, like creative outlet creative outlet in the form of game streaming um at the moment we are streaming and by we i mean jake because i've already played it is we're streaming stray the cat game um i like cats 
yeah, we, we both like cats. Uh, it was quite fun last time. It's two hours of streaming. Um, I've got a job of setting up all of the social medias and stuff, um, and getting I'm just everything. Just the clapping monkey that turns no. up and acts like an idiot. <laughs> no, you are you you are you are the face. I'm the brains. That's worrying. <laughs> You're the face. I'm the brains because everyone loves you. I just I'm I'm the lube for the machine. <laughs> That's about it, really. Oh, no. Oh, That's not an dear. okay sentence. <laughs> I'm the lube for the machine. Is that your introduction when you jump online to a, a Teams meeting with work? You're like, hi, everyone, this is Matt. And it's like, though, I'm the lube for the machine. I am, I am the lube for the machine because <laughs> me, as the job role that I do, I do... It's another just merch keep, idea. Um, yes, write it down. <laughs> write it down in write the prick deck. Because... Unless I go back and trawl through all of the old footage, I'm never going to remember. No. Um, so I'm going to have the, the first page. Maybe we should have an, have an additional column in the Excel spreadsheet. Of, of merch ideas. Yes. Because we, we need to sort out the other one. Yes, we do. I just Again, t-shirts that aren't going to sell. No, because Redbubble. <laughs> People you make just nothing of it, but it gets them out there. Okay, that's all true. All of the... You know all of the food comes to life horror stuff in HMV, like the ramen bowls and yeah, that was originally from Redbubble. That oh. I used to sell on Redbubble. Okay, so yeah, um, this podcast has turned from the crock of shit that it was before into business and leadership. <laughs> How to be good at a crock of shit? How to be good at a crock of shit? And even we're not even that good at a crock of shit to be honest. We have about seven or eight crocks of shit going at once. <laughs> and just a crock of shit. Just, imagine us like doing that whole plate juggling thing, but, but it's none just of the plates. Just shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just shit on the end of a stick. Yeah, that's literally it. That that is what it feels like. Um, but yes, welcome to episode eleven of Insert Plot here. My name is Matt. I'm joined by Jake, who is frantically writing. Um, merch ideas in the yeah perfect um today it's my turn to write the plot um i should have been my turn last week but like jake said i had been out with work the day before um and had no motivation or energy to write the plot and because we don't see each other enough to actually have like a workable backlog of like oh We've got five episodes that we have yet to release, so we cannot meet Don't up this week. The trade Don't reveal secrets. the secrets. No, the trade secret is that we record at around 8 p.m. on a Tuesday, and it is released that same night. So, which I realise much... today has a big continuity error because we're like, "Happy Tuesday, everyone!" and everyone's just sat there. Well, everyone, all eight of whoever listens, all eight of them listen on just Wednesday. So it goes, but it's. Wednesday, or it's next Tuesday. You know, but we the did the pancake is... one was released three weeks after Pancake Day. but i thought about this the other day and i was like do we start pretending that it's a wednesday but then what happens is i wake up on wednesday thinking it's thursday and my whole week is screwed. yeah let's not do that i feel i feel i'm a simple creature that relies on very very easy balanced patterns (laughs) i think we have i think we've got a good thing going here um with we do it i would just like some backlog episodes just in case you know we got consistency as my personal trainer says consistency is key and he's right does he sound like that no oh <laughs> he's great i was gonna say that would great on me like that oh, would no. not be the motivation behind a personal trainer if he was no, like no. yeah you can do five more i'd be like you can get out of my here's head. my motivation but my motivation is currently on holiday so um i have no motivation which is great um yeah, I would just like Do you a couple have a motivational of... hangover. No, no. I would just like a couple of a couple of episodes in the bank just in case we, we need, can't meet. We need a mailbag. And then yeah, and then 
we can do some streaming. So I said to Jake when he arrived, I was like, I need you to come around twice a week now so that we can stream on the other day. Mailbag episode. Mailbag. Yeah, but we don't have any mail. Should we just go out and interview people? <laughs> there's, there's people walking what around you, outside. What, what do you feel of this podcast? But I did have an idea last week and I've pitched it to a couple of people and I pitched it to you last week as well. We may have some interesting and fun stuff coming for national or global holidays like Halloween and Christmas yes. and things. Um, so that could be something to look out for. But in the meantime today, we have our traditional format. Of I'm very don't... looking forward to Halloween. Are you? Because we need to we need to put our heads together and come up with a it does come take, up with something. I mean, it's Halloween twenty twenty five because it takes me three years to do it. No, no, it has to be Halloween this year. <laughs> we need to keep momentum, Jake. We need to keep momentum. Um, but yes, so traditional format this week we have a um, don't quote me on it prepared by Jake as always. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a text message unopened from Dave at the moment because he's got some ideas for a like misheard quote, mm. but. He's not texting them to you who does the quotes. He's texting them to me who guesses the quotes. So I've deliberately not opened the message. Oh, I thought you were just going to flip it on me one day and just be like, Oh my God, turn. should I? Yeah, I might do that. I might do that. I'm, I don't know if you're going to get this. Um, I've done. I've written the plot this week. I've written the poorly written you, plot. You were chipping away at that for longer than... I was tapping I mean, our, our dedicated time slot is 20 minutes just after eating. Yes. But you seemed... You seemed very honed in on. Well, yeah, because the 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 movie that I've chosen is objectively quite poor. <laughs> so, oh, the, the first <laughs> the first hint. The movie I've chosen is objectively quite poor, so I had to be relatively creative. You will still get it pretty early on, I think, but okay. I had to be quite creative about the plot. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Today, the first thing is our don't quote me on it. So, what format have you led with today? Is this a traditional quote or uh, first I'll... of all, no jingle, just donde esta lequad? Or do you want to do a jingle? You seem to, and all the the jingles are different every time, aren't they? Are they? I don't know. I I I did want to bring the ukulele and sneak that one in. <laughs> Past you should. <laughs> that would be great. I've been practicing again, and I've got quite good. <laughs> but now you've now you've told me about it. It's... Yeah, but now I've got just a, an array of random other instruments that I may or may not have purchased that I can sneak in. <sighs> the tiger, tiger, harp. What's it called? The accordion. <laughs> yeah, the accordion. The, the tiger, the tiger harp. The tiger, tiger. No, I, I don't. I know, but we got it from Tiger, Tiger. Do you remember? Oh, because it was the only one there. Yes, and it was the only one, and it wasn't in its correct place, and you were like, Amy's going to hate me, so I was like, buy it. <laughs> buy it now. I'd already picked it up at this point. <laughs> I think you'd already dedicated to yourself that you were going to purchase the I think accordion. the words out of my mouth were, I don't care how much this is. You weren't even married at that point as well, so she could have just left you. She could. She still could, to be fair. She still could. It's 2022. Divorce exists. Well, I, I still occasionally have the bullhorn. Oh, yes. Do you <laughs> know what? That, that, that just, is going to be the nail sat, on the end of the coffin. She's just sat there right. reading her Kindle and I'll just reach over and I'll, I'll you know, I, I've got my little, my drawer next to my bed full of knickknacks and random things that, I, you know, that any kleptomaniac keeps. Yes. And then she's just sat there looking through Kindle. We've got the, the, the Alexa lights dimmed, settling in for the night and then just... <laughs> Did you see how much it just redlined then? It even redlined on my microphone. Look at that. Oh, my word. I transcended across mics. (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, 
Yeah, I do feel like that's going to be the nail in the coffin, like in 20, There's 25 so many years. other weird instruments. <laughs> You're going to do it once, and Amy's just going to break down and be like, I have hated that for 25 whole fucking years. <laughs> and it's just going to be, that's it. I've met someone. <laughs> He's deaf. <laughs> and I'm going to be so happy. You can still play the horn if you're deaf. <laughs> Matt, if you think I went deaf, you don't think I'd stop with any of these antics. Oh, no, I know you wouldn't. But I would that's crutch because, on yeah. it heavily. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So maybe he's just a more approachable human. <laughs> Appreciates his <laughs> wife more. <laughs> I appreciate my wife. <laughs> so, I'm the youngest of three. <laughs> it's deeply ingrained in me to that's piss true. everyone that's off. True. Yes, no, that's very true. Okay, don't quote me on it, sir. Mm. So, the format. I've kind of tried to stick to the the same one where I've picked a a more recognisable quote. Okay. And I've fudged it. Okay. So it's another two-pointer. Oh, God. So so... it's the film it's from. Yeah. And if you can tell me the correct version. Okay. I've picked something a little bit more on the nose and I've not adjusted it too much. Oh, God. No, because when you say that, it puts more pressure on me because if I don't get it, I get it through the ear from people who do listen. I'm like, how did you not (laughs) guess that? You need to watch more films. <laughs> Which is true. I love sci-fi, but, but I don't, I don't watch sci-fi. To... No, I watch a very particular niche of sci-fi. Me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> anyway, what's your quote? So, the quote, as miscommonly spoken by none other than me, a penitent man will pass. No man shall pass. You shall not pass. No. Oh. I thought that's where you would go with it, so I'm quite happy that the curveball... shall not get past me. <laughs> is it from Lord of the Rings, though? No, I've already done Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. I know, there's, the I know there's three films that I can pick from, but it's, I don't want to overlap the franchise. Well, it depends, yeah. Yeah, it depends how deep you want to go in the franchise, because now there's the TV show coming out. You've got a whole new world of things to choose. That we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, put we'll put the pin in that and talk about that later. Mm-hmm. So, is that the quote? A penitent man will pass. A penitent man will pass. No fucking idea. What kind of... Which word have you... Which word did you change? So, I've changed the first one. A. Uh-huh. So, A and will are incorrect, but close to... So, a penitent... I don't even know what that mod means. Would you like the correct version of the quote? No, just tell me what penitent means. Oh, it's... <laughs> you know it's when I... you've got the wrong word, haven't you? You've written the wrong no, word No, it's down. the right word. I've just never looked up what it is. <laughs> okay. I just know the quote. Do you know the meaning of the word? Kind of, yeah. Okay, what, what does it mean? I, the context that I would use this to explain this word would be this phrase. <laughs> if someone said, you know, spell penitent, I'd be like, use it in a sentence. This is what my brain would go to. Okay. I can give you, It's. A, I think it's a biblical thing. Or that's in at least the context of which Okay. it's kind of used in, in this film. Is it from a biblical, is it from like Bruce Almighty or something? No, 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 no. Um, older. This is... Late 80s. Late 80s. But cult classic. Oh, fucking hell. I hate it when you say that because I'm not going to get it. And then I'm going to get it in the fucking ear roll. What? (laughs) Wasn't fucking alive in the 80s and we didn't have a television until I was 10. So... This was three years before we were born. It's not that far off. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. 
And also, that's a lie about not having a television till I was dead. <laughs> I was going to say. We did. We did have a television. Liar. Liar. Um, a petulant man will pass. Petulant? Penitent. Penitent. See, petulant do. <laughs> I'm petulant. <laughs> I'm surprised you know what that word means. Right, give it. me the original quote. The penitent man shall pass. No idea. No fucking clue. Okay, more in the... The penitent man shall pass. The penitent man shall pass. No. The penitent. Absolutely no fucking idea. What? what what kind of film is it? So it's 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 a trilogy, but there is a fourth one, but we don't recognise the fourth one as What? The fourth one had Shia LaBeouf and it was Aliens. Oh, it's Indiana Jones then? Yes. Okay. You could have picked so many fucking better quotes. You need to get easier with your quotes, the right? Penitent <laughs> man shall pass. That that's no like idea. a thing Absolutely where Absolutely no idea. Absolutely it's no when idea. It's the Last Crusade where he's going through the tunnel with all the saw blades. Is it? Yeah. I'm not focused on what Jehovah I hear. Jehovah is spelled with an I. It's, it's oh, all in the same yes. bit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You have chosen. Well. Poorly. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. You do know it. I do know it. I do know it. And I have seen that film, which is good. Thank God. But. No, I mean, there are so many better quotes you could have pulled out of that. No, but I thought penitent would be the because it is absolutely such no a, idea. I'm gonna look up what that because can you? Yeah, I want to know what it I means. I knew I was gonna get caught short, and you was gonna ask me, and for some <laughs> reason I just didn't have it up on screen ready to go. Usually you have stuff like that written in the book, mm. but no, I like it. It's a good film. Good it's, film. I wish you'd. I, I wish we'd have kept that for a plot instead of the quote. <laughs> is it sci-fi? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last one definitely is. Mm, last one's not the last one. Oh, this a is feeling or showing sorrow and regret for having done wrong. Repentant. So penitent. So if someone had a penitent expression on their face would be recognizing that they have done wrong. Well, thank you for educating me because I had no idea that word existed. A person who repents their sins and in a Christian church seeks forgiveness from God. So penitent. So, Do you mean penitent? Repentant? <laughs> Why are we still having the conversation? I believe because you, it's a word. <laughs> the two words tied together. They're synonymous with each other. I do, I do, I do believe you that it's a real word. So we can regretfully move past my ineptitude there. It's a long it's the the only two trilogies because we ignore the fourth one. No, see, this is the thing. Controversial. I actually really enjoyed the fourth one. Ow! He just threw a pen at me. Um, no, I actually quite enjoyed the first. The, the, it's enjoyable the one. to watch, but it's not an Indiana Jones film. What? Because it? Because it's alien. It's not aliens. It's always something weird and spooky and mysterious. It's never extraterrestrial. But aliens are weird, spooky, and mysterious. But they exist in a different type of sci-fi. Do they? Yeah. Okay. So mm. take take Fourth Kind for example. Oh, spooky goings on. But it's very clearly alien-based. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's There's true. A, oh, it could be a ghost. It could be this. It's aliens. That film did get me, though, with the fucking owl. 3.33 oh in the morning. God. <laughs> I woke up at 3.33 on the morning for, like, the next week. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And you just sat there looking out the window. That's not an owl. <laughs> I've never seen an owl in real life, though. So Have you not? Could not relate. One I've only few, seen them at a zoo. One of the... F- oh, that's in real life. No, but like in the wild. Oh. Uh, the zoo isn't IRL for me. 
The zoo is like when you see it in a video game. <laughs> if it's behind the glass, it's not real. I know it is real, and I know it's, <laughs> I know that's the most stupid way to think about it. But do you know what I mean? Like, you can tell we're tech nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, if I saw... It's a simulation of an owl. Obviously, I'm not going to see a lion walking down to Romford, right? So the only way I'm going to see that you is in the... You get owls in this country in the wild. But this is what I'm saying. Never seen one. You used to get them at Valley View. Did you? You used to hear them in the garden. Okay, nice hint at Jake's previous address there. Look Go and rob valley. the house. They've moved in. Um, <laughs> not the they've moved in. The view of the valley. Um, what was I going to say? Well, I've seen a bat. Seeing a bat in real life was very strange because, again, it's one of those things that's like it was tiny. It looked like a, I thought it was. I like thought it was bird. like a um, a dragonfly for a second there, but no actual bat. Hmm. But an owl. It just seems like one of those things that is like if I did ever see one IRL like outside. I wouldn't know what to do. You'd be like fourth kind. <laughs> no, I'd just be like, because it's. I know it sounds stupid, but it's one of those things where I genuinely don't know if they're real or not, because they're so fucking weird. Have you seen them when you pull up their little trousers? <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I need to show you this. I know what you're talking about. It's just your phrasing. <laughs> I know what you're referring to. If you Google out, look when you when you put up his little trousers. Oh, owls. There. Well, there's your episode title, isn't it? Are owls even real? Are owls even real? Are they? But the are thing they? is, though, you wouldn't hear them coming. Because they're one of the few birds that make zero sound. When and also, fly. I don't trust anything that could turn its head in 170 degrees. <laughs> 170? No, 350 degrees. They can turn their head. There's the, that 10 degrees like at the back where they can't go all the way around. Gets a little bit. Yeah. I don't trust any. Well, obviously, I don't know if they're real or not at this point. But, like, they just, they're, they're very spooky. They are very it's spooky. It's just like my feelings towards horses. Oh, see, horses are another one. They've just got that weird look in their eye. It's like... They know. know. Yeah. They know. They can see into my soul. Like foxes. We are not clever enough to talk to them, which is why they don't talk to us. Oh, so it's like dolphins from hitchhikers. Yes. We are not clever enough to talk... Horses is one of those animals. Dolphins are in there as well. And like elephants, I feel, get that vibe as well. Like Mm. animals, we're not smart enough to talk to them. So they just don't converse with us. Hmm. Hmm. I read the other day that orcas, not orcas, like some kind of whale species. I can't remember which one. Orcas are species of whale. No, no, I know, but I don't think it's orcas. Uh, um, it might be orcas, but they have names that they call each other, and uh, they have a hierarchy of. They almost yeah, have like their own little, society. Little pecking order, which is baffling. The lions have that. Meerkats have that. Well, yeah, but they don't. They're not names. Like apparently, these these whales or oh, orcas have come up with like words of... and stuff, and they have. Because a name is just a sound. A name is just a sound. Drop into last week's playlist name. Playlist name? Podcast playlist name. name. Yeah. So that was probably the most diverse of all of the tangents we've ever been on. What, going from Raiders of the, the Lost, Lost Ark to, to I Don't Trust Owls? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, in my head, how did we get here? And then I was like, oh, yeah, the fourth kind. That's how we got here. Okay, cool. Well... <laughs> Oh, God. 
Okay, well that was a that was a nice little fight. What what are you writing down? Her name is just a sound. <laughs> Her name is just a sound. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Let's put that on That's, the merch. I'm page. gonna. I'm just gonna start some weird psychological stuff. You're gonna have to take your glasses off because I can see your screen <sighs> through your lenses. That's just going to be some weird stuff where I'm just going to turn up and just be like, and that's how I'm going to address you from now on. Okay. Just until I get a response. What? Oh, okay. Every time you ring me, every time I see you in person, it's just going to be, you're right. Oh, I quite like that. It's a nice little pet name. Because your pet name on my phone is BB-8. So I just go. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Are you ready? I am going to. Position myself where I'm not going to get a num bum cheek. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is everyone at home? Are you sitting comfortably? Because we're about to talk through a very poorly written plot. Mm. I've I've phrased this one almost like a conversation as well. Okay, okay. Mm. So it's going to be interesting. Are you ready? I am. Shh! You have to be quiet. We join our story on deep cover. Well, not really deep cover, but we'll call them spies. Our devious duo are on a mission to investigate why an entire town has been locked down. That's right. The whole thing has been locked down. Oh God, it's 2019 all over again. Oh my God, it's COVID. (laughs) And no one really knows why yet. After a traditional day of meetings and meetings and more meetings to negotiate freedom for our town, our duo find themselves locked up. The bad guys have discovered their plan to overthrow this lockdown. But still, we don't know why they're locked down. Is it a virus? Is it political? Probably political. Our good guys eventually escape, as they always do, this, cl- this close to the start of a story. But they're soon discovered, and soon there's a hot pursuit. And I've written hot pursuit in capital letters, just FYI. But again, no one integral to the story is going to die this early on, so why are we really talking about it? They escape, but this time on the wrong side of the lockdown. They find themselves hurtling towards the forests surrounding our town. What will they find? Vampires? Demons? Forces of Darkness. I've got like four options already. Oh, that's good. I like that. I like four options. <laughs> Only two paragraphs in. No, they find a group of people. If you could call them that. These people are in a war of themselves with the rest of the people in, in this town. So imagine they're in the forest and the people in the town. Mm-hmm. When will our guys catch a break? After much talking and more meetings, they finally secure their way out of the forest with one of their new friends in tow, if you could call him that. Here we are, finally. Although, realistically, it hasn't been that long. We find ourselves at the town. Seemingly, everyone's blaming each other for the issues, and again, it's definitely political this time. Our team now accompanied... um, Hang on, wait, oh, here we go. Our team now accompanied by the leader of this town had a plan to escape to a neighbouring town, Let's hop in a cab. Our cab has a driver, a dog of all things, or a pet. Our driver's long. Dog is a robot. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Um, Our driver's long, but we managed to escape. Let's choose somewhere to to lie low. Let's choose somewhere to lie low. Ah, yes. A podonk town full of servants and tycoon businessmen. I had to Google if Podonk was um, uh, offensive. <laughs> I had to Google if it it's was a offensive. derogatory term, but um, getting there wasn't as safe as we thought either. The car's broken. Whilst we wanted to lie low for a little while, we didn't want to be stuck here forever. After speaking to some of the town folk, we find our way to a man, a terrible man. Let's call him Leo, who has 
the only part available to fix the car. The flux capacitor, if you will. Mm. When I tell you this man is the most disgusting man on the face of the planet, I'm not lying. He tells our duo to come back later. Or should I say trio, now they have the town lead in tow. Leo passes our trio off to his servant, Tony, who says he's got some room back at his house for our gang to stay the night. He takes a special interest in one of the team. Back at home, we find Tony's flatmates, an older woman who's very protective of Tony, and another pet, a dog with a voice. During the evening, they notice something very special about Tony, something that can't be ignored, but we'll, we'll, we'll investigate that later. For now, Tony's focused on, bang, on a banger race he wants to take part in. The next morning, our team go back to Leo and begin to talk through getting the flux capacitor, but their money has no value here. They strike a bargain. If Tony were to win the banger race, they would get the flux capacitor for free. And do you know what happened? He did. It was touch and go there for a second, but he did. He won. And after winning, our, t- our trio fix up the car and decide to take Tony with them to train him up in the ways of being a spy. Fresh-faced and prepared to fight, they head back to town and begin a whole political battle mm. to free the town and their inhabitants. Talks of uh, Lots of Tory talks later, they win and they return to the town heroes and even make friends with the forest people. Oh, and Tony confesses his weird-ass love for the leader of the town. That took so many friggin' turns. At first, when you were like jumping over the walls and stuff, I was like, you wouldn't say a bad thing about Eon Flux. That's the one with the woman with the monkey feet hands. Oh, no. <laughs> Eon Flux. And then when you said about... Because the, ro- the, the robot ship driver didn't make sense for when I fought Firefly. And again, I was like, you wouldn't say that's terrible because you Firefly's love Firefly. a good one. Uh, and then... Did you get it, though? I think I'm there, but I, I'm not I'm not confident. Interesting, because reading that plot, I realised I've left out, like, a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, but you have to with this kind of thing. And then when you said they're all quarantined inside a thing, I was like, that's, that, that's the Simpsons movie, when they're in the bubble. Yes, but... And then that... I realised you wouldn't have picked the Simpsons movie, because one, it's not sci-fi, and two, you don't like the Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, no, I do like the Simpsons. I was just never allowed to watch the Simpsons as a child, because my dad said that that was what was causing my bad behaviour. Uh... Yeah. He was like, I bet it's the Simpsons. I need to stop me teaching him bad things. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, go- I'm just looking at the plot. Um, uh, I'm going to, yeah, I missed, I missed the whole big battle at the end of the film. Yeah. So I want to lean towards Star Wars. Uh huh. But I don't know. You don't is know. It, do you know which one? It's the one with the pod racing. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> Can you name it? No, because this is where I get all jumbled up. Because it's the prequels. Yes. So it's the sec. It's New Hope. No. They're the original films. What's the one with the pod racing? Literally episode one. Yeah. Nah. Charge up. Yeah, I know it's got Jar Jar because that's... And then it... Hasn't it got... Is that the Touch one with... me with your toe. <laughs> is that the... Is that the one with the really bad CGI bit with Jabba the Hutt? No, Jabba the Hutt is not in the first film. Oh, no, he is. I'm sure there's Isn't one... Isn't he, like, waddling away in the background or no, something No, but they, like, like, CG them standing next to him and it's super bad. 
but I can't remember what no, one it was. I don't think it's that one. I don't think it's that one. You are right. It is The Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Yeah. That's, I always get mixed up with the names and the order because yeah. there's like, what, nine of them now? Yeah, there is something like that. Nine of yeah. them, if you don't count the like little offshoots. It's, a, it's the same kind of shit as what's happened with Harry Potter and all of the franchises and all of that bollocks. Um, but I chose The Phantom Menace because I, A didn't know if you enjoyed that film <laughs> only um, the pod racing from a from a techie oh point oh god the pod racing that was, that was probably the first kind of film of this genre that i saw when i was younger because it probably came out when i was like four or five and it was so like a gripping like on the edge of my seat and also i was obsessed with the fact that the engines floated <laughs> yes <laughs> right obsessed with the fact that you're sitting like 10 feet back and the engines are just floating had a lego version that I destroyed because I was like flying see, it around. I was room. literally about to say I spent a lot of my childhood building pod races out of Lego, but yes. I didn't have the Lego kit, so I had to like fudge things oh. together. And it was a way of like, how can I break immersion and make this hover? Because I need this thing to float. I super glued magnets to the bottom of it once, hoping I could. Did it just flip upside down and squash itself? Yeah, <laughs> of course it did, because they're not—they weren't super cool. We don't have a track, a very good track record with dealing with strong magnets, do we? No. One of us the... is definitely going to end up in a whoopsie in a damn machine. Oh God, don't! Oh, that's a, that's a, oh, don't. biggest fear. Hey, see, last time I went for an MRI, MRI scan, I fell asleep. The last time you've been—when have you been for an MRI scan? When I busted up my knee. Oh, had to yeah, do an okay. MRI, and I kind of just took a nap because <laughs> he oh. said lay there dead still for half an hour so i just don't stop oh i thought the mri machine was only in the the head no oh interesting oh you do learn something new every day yeah wonderful because it was technically soft tissue which can't be picked up on x-ray ah yes of course okay mm. interesting anyway back to the film yes um yeah the phantom menace i missed out a massive chunk because i realized so i did the whole you know, the battle on the starship. Oh, I also had one of those Lego, you know, those <laughs> things with the ball in the middle and then the sea around the edge. One of the spaceships that that was up in, fallen in the blockade. Yeah. Um, And I went from there and I was like, how do I disguise this? How do I reframe this into something that can be written into something that's really, really shit? Um, <gasps> I just realised in the loft, I've still got my X-Wing. Oh my God, yes. Get that shit down. Uh, it's going on the side somewhere. Yes, Wait, definitely. Wait, no. No, it's not going to go out on the side. She'll know. <laughs> do you know what, Jake? You're allowed to do whatever you want in that house. <laughs> I've got way too much crap on the sides already. It's not that I can't. It's the fact that there's no physical space. She says no. Push it downstairs. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't push it downstairs. <laughs> it's about my Lego. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine the court case? <laughs> yeah, don't push it downstairs. Don't push it downstairs. Um, but yeah, I just realised that because I thought that that whole film—I haven't seen it in a long time—but I thought that whole film was filmed on was like on Tatooine, and then they went back and had, again, then it's all come back to me now. She went to Coruscant, and then she called the no confidence in the Chancellor, and then she went back to Naboo. Democracy. Yeah, exactly. She went back to Tatooine, um, and then no, she went back to Naboo. And there was this big battle and the Gungans and them kind of joined forces. And the one thing I remember is the bullets. Do you remember the bowling ball sized bits of glass that when they hit someone just kind of absorbed them? Mm, oh, it doesn't spring to mind. Crazy. The only thing that springs to mind is Darth Maul. 
Yes, completely forgot about him as well. You see, that was the redeeming factor because in the middle of fight, it's just like lightsabers out. And with that, he turns it sideways and you're like, where are you going with this Morley boy? And he just goes, bang. And you're like, oh, the ultimate bad guy. Exactly. Exactly. And I missed out. There was a guy at Comic-Con dressed like him. Oh, if you get... But he had like the eye, like the contact lenses lenses and the full makeup. And he did not break character once. If they do it right, if they do it well, amazing. It's probably one of the best cosplays I've ever seen. he was in the zone. I don't think I saw him blink to the point where me and Amy were just like, because there was a load of people grabbing photos with him and stuff. And we're like, oh, you know, I'd like to get a photo, but there was hundreds of people. Yeah. And it's like, you're standing there and people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. And even like after having the picture, there was no like, oh, you're right, guys. It was just stare down. Oh, God, no. I was like, oh, this guy's got it. Even the body posture. Yeah. He was there. He was Darth Maul in the moment. The only thing we need now is actual real-life lightsabers. I used to call them lifesavers when I was a child. And you have a go at me for getting lyrics wrong in songs. <laughs> oh, I want to do. <laughs> Why would you sing a song about the Battle of Waterloo? Because she couldn't escape, because he won the war. It's literally in the song. Yeah, see, I'll switch off. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> it's lost on me. Anyway, yeah, I'm really sorry about that poorly written plot because uh, I missed out half of the good stuff in the film. No, but you do, ha- you you have to. Yeah, but I missed out 45 minutes of the plot of a two-hour film. Like, <laughs> I still got it though. Inexcusable. You did still get I it. Still well done. It. Well done. But what do you think of Star Wars in general? Like, because I don't. We I've had this rant about series saturation, and we've spoken in depth about. The, la- the the modern three, we'll call it for the sake of argument. The the modern three, visually sublime, on a CGI and a visual and a soundtrack aspect. Wait, which what, what do you what do you mean by modern the, three? So not not the original three, not the prequels. The, the new mo- three, the modern three, we'll call them. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got you. The problem I have with it, and it's it's what I started to feel about when it was about halfway through phase four for Marvel, mm-hmm. I did find myself sat there watching going, you, you feel like reaching out and peeling off the first layer of wallpaper and being like, oh, this is the same the as same everything. film. This is the same thing. They've just, they've put on fancy wallpaper to cover it. And I know if you're going to try and, not reboot a franchise, but if you're going to try and bring it into the, the modern day, and you're going to try and re sort of breathe life back into it to make it sort of new again. Mm. You do have to take some of the threaded elements and keep them the same. Yeah, because it has to have the same bones. It's got to have continuity. It's been Disneyed. Mm. It's just literally hit copy and paste. I know people have a thing about me not liking Disney, but this this is why. Mm. It's and not. It's, that, not, it's like... not that I don't like Disney. It's that they have the reverse Midas touch. But it still shines like gold. Yeah, yeah. But when you wipe off the glittery layer and you look at your hands, you're like, is that, is that poo? Yeah. It, 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 it's got the same sparkle value on, on surface, but when you dig deeper, it it just lacks. Something. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree. I kind of agree. I love the, the concept of Star Wars because, and we've had this conversation before as well, you know, Star Wars um, has come... Could, comes from the same time and the same kind of energy that things like foundation and dune and these these post-apocalyptic 
dystopian kind of fantasy things come in mm. you know even to an extent mad max it it's from the same kind of grain mm. from the same bones but the difference being star wars has such a massive cult following that you have well, you have this rally of people around it at all times this this is why this is the problem i have because it is the hill i will gladly die on is because it has okay yeah it's got a following and there's a lot of bones to it and we'll come back to the lord of the rings thing that you mentioned earlier because it's the same thing because you've got this huge cult following and because it is such a staple the reason i will still defend it and die on that hill is because originally it came from a place where it was oh you fucking nerds or you know it was seen as a oh you you like star wars you like sci-fi you like and and now all of a sudden it's in the front and everyone's enjoying it and you're like well yeah. 20, 30 years ago, you were taking a shit on people like that. And yeah, now, yeah. all of a sudden, you're buying the t-shirts and... No, totally get it. I, yeah, and when you put it in like, like that, completely... It's, 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 it's 101 in hipster culture. And oh, I'm guilty massively. for it. But it's one of those things that I will still die on that hill. Gentrification of stories. Because like, even, even, even if you look at TV shows now that are set in like the late... The, the 60s, 70s, 80s, you see this cult following starting... Mm. And the amount of time the cool kids rip them to shit. Yeah. Because they've got, they like Star Wars or, you know, whatever. Mm. And nowadays, the amount of like, the amount of Star Wars merchandise at my mum and Dave's house is just shocking. Mm. There's so much of it because Dave absolutely loves it. Mm. And, you know, I, I, I get it. Like, I've got Star Wars merch around in my house and it's just, it just becomes this because it's, I mean, for us, especially as 90s kids, when we grew up with Star Wars in particular, and we think more around the episode one, two, and three, the Phantom Menace, the, that trilogy. That was when we were kids. It's almost like Harry Potter. To me, it's almost like Harry Potter. Yeah. Those three films were like Harry Potter, their formative years. The core. Exactly. Yeah. So, grew up with that story. I think, it, you know, I didn't see the original three films. I think I actually legitimately saw them in order. Yeah. Because I had, that. you know, I didn't, I didn't have the context that my mum and my mum and dad did in the 70s and 80s and stuff it's not you know you don't have that context so for me growing up it it just became it just became part of it and it was probably one of the earliest kind of exposures i had to sci-fi i still remember that first scene of the fourth film hmm. where the stormtroopers break down that door and princess leia has a gun and she's like yeah. and it's like the action and stuff and when you think when you think back to the whole purpose of sci-fi was, you know, being able to take yourself up and say literally the same purpose of fantasy. It's immersive. Taking yourself away from the mundane sitting in your living room, staring at a television, you know, you're on a spaceship, you are doing something. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, completely the, the cult following for stuff like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, all of this. Mm. It's, you know, you have to feed them, but sometimes I think it goes a little bit too far. And, it's it's on a slight tangent, but this is why the guys behind Strange Thing, the 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 brothers, Duffer brothers, Duffer brothers, that's the one, Duffer, Duffer, Duffler, Duffer. Duffler. I, Again, I don't know Dunder whether Mifflin. it is their decision or whether it's a network thing. Or you, regardless, after season five, they've called it quit. Yeah, great, amazing. You know, I mean, because in twenty years, come back to it. In five years, do an off spin, but don't. Don't do that for the sake of either one profit or two. Everyone going, we want more because then 
those those koi carp that are going. But do you know what? You throw them stuff and they're not happy with it. But the thing about Stranger Things is it was supposed to be like American Horror Story. Mm. Each season was supposed to have its own story. And now we have five series with the same story, the same characters. You yeah. know, it was supposed to be a group of stories that were strange. And the yeah. first one was Will Byers disappearing into the Upside Down. It was supposed to be... And then, you know, they had the the um, such a great following in the first season. And I appreciate that it's gone five seasons. But again they've altered the original plan. You know, it mm. was never supposed to have season one to four, yeah. apart, as far but as I'm aware. At least they've drawn the line in the yeah. sand. No, no, I agree. And I think it's time that, you know, mm. especially for Star Wars, maybe it's time that you do. Well, there's there's different aspects of it because Rogue One, I truly felt... It was a new story. It, it, was, it, new. it was a new story, but as well as that, it, it tied in with the core of the actual franchise and it actually plugged a gap. Yeah. Of, you know, they got to the Death Star, pew, 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 found the weak point, you know, explosion. Yeah. It explained that. Which was really good because you're viewing it from a different lens. But then at the same time, if you develop a story based on an entire universe, Mm. there are always holes to fill. Mm. You can never, you physically can never tell the entire story. But rather than trying to pad out the story and support the main core. Yeah. It's now almost like we're going to pick every single character and do a backstory. Yeah. Yeah, no, I t- uh, yeah, I totally And again, agree. I know people that there's fan fiction that gets turned into canon. There's, you know, writers that originally retired and then come back to projects. I, I get there's this whole mixing pot of things going on. But just churning out backstories. I know. I know, I know. It's yeah, I I totally agree. I, I don't totally feel agree. like it adds to anything other than just a discovery of the law. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. which I don't know whether it is, you know, canonically written or whether it's something that they're developing. I I don't know enough. Yeah, no, that's but true. The thing is, because there's so much of it, I don't really want to know more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. The only it's... thing that partially intrigues me is if they ever explored the Grey Jedi more. Yeah. Okay. Because again, that that links back. And it looks at more of the philosophical of yes, there's there's the good guys, there's the bad guys, but what about this legendary spot in the middle that can find order? Mm-hmm. Truly, yeah. Well, maybe it's time you got a job at Disney then. A job at Disney. A job at Disney. I'm gonna go work for Disney. <laughs> go and work. Go and work for the Frozen Man himself. He is. He's frozen underneath the soil of L.A. L.A. Yeah, LA, somewhere in Disney, well, they, Disneyland. He must be alive under there, because you're not allowed to die at Disney. You can't die at Disney. You can't die at Disney. No. They just scoot you off on a golf buggy. They do that thing in American Horror Story where they throw you outside the bounds. Yeah. You're not allowed to die inside, otherwise you live there forever. It goes even further than that, because... Oh, God, here we go. No, I, I was reading a story on this where someone's kid fell over, and they chipped their tooth, and they, they started to bleed, and they've got people walking around, plain clothes. Right. And they said in the space of 10 minutes, they managed to scoop the kid up, disappear through one of the bits of scenery, clear the blood and get them to an on-site dentist. Oh my God. To sort their teeth out within like 10 minutes. And they went back to the same spot, not not a drop of blood stain or anything. Like nothing happened. So I know it's weird, but the key the key takeaway I took from that story is the fact that they have an on-site dentist. Oh no, absolutely sublime. The fact that they took care of them. Yeah. But from a standpoint of, well, they can't sue us if we help them. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, and I don't think, you know, um, the su- suing culture is suing a all, different. Yeah. Let's not get into that at awful, 45 awful, minutes awful. in. Um, but yeah, um, I think we're... I so think you can't we've... even bleed at Disney. No. I'm not going to say what I was about to say then. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think that's um, that's as much as we have time for this evening. Uh, yeah, good. Uh... No, I am going to shoehorn one thing in. I'm going to be that guy. Lord of the Rings series... I am very on edge. Yeah, let's talk about Lord of the Rings when we actually talk when we actually do a plot of Lord of the Rings, right? Because we can talk for but we talk about Lord of the Rings for about an hour. Best fantasy so, is not sci-fi. That strikes mm. me as that, as long as we're not doing like your A-grade rom-coms here, I think Lord of the Rings kind of cover sci-fi and fantasy kind of fall in the same genre to me. Yeah. And that sounds like an episode of an argument. Why? Sci-fi and fan- science fiction and fantasy. Yeah. Two very different things. Both fiction. One's fantasy, one's science. Like, what? What is? Where's your? You know, the. the I think that, uh, more than any other genre, those two cross they more can than cross, anything else. But they are in separate entities. If you said, "Show me a selection of ten sci-fi films," and Lord of the Rings was in yeah, that okay. lineup, you would go, "That's not." Yeah, no, I no, I understand that, but sci-fi is not just limited to space battles. Oh no, no, no! You know, no I'm not like saying that it is. There is, there's more I'm to that it as a lineup of. Okay, so so what if you had what if you had a film what if you had a film where someone invented the technology to uh, you know transport them back to medieval times and are actually, you talking about Kung Fury? And then actually, no, 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 no. And then actually, in medieval times, it was more, or pre-medieval times, it was more like something like Lord of the Rings than you think. Isn't that a Star Trek episode? Oh, probably. But, you know, like, what What if there was that kind of crossover? Like, it's, you can't, you know, you're not going to cross over like a romantic comedy and then, you know, something from the same realm in the same way that no, you I'm, would I'm sci-fi not, I'm not, fantasy. I'm not drawing a Sharpie line between the two. Yeah, I'm just okay. saying that there is a clear definition. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, we don't need to keep that definition for here. If you want to do Lord <laughs> of the Rings, you can do Lord of the Rings. Jesus. Right, before this divulges actually into a uh, argument, um, <laughs> we will uh, call it quits for the evening. So uh, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Um, and we'll see you whenever. We don't know when. It'll be next Tuesday. It won't be next Tuesday. It, well, it, it'll probably be next Tuesday. <laughs> it'll probably Tuesday. be a Wednesday. <laughs> oh, no. But no, I am, I am very worried. Okay. All right, precursor for next time. Worried. Have a good evening. Goodbye. Bye.